0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, hello, and uh, welcome to Morning Breath. I am Brian Moore, one of the pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, and it's my honor to host Morning Breath with you today. I have a couple friends in the studio with me, and I'm excited to open up the Word. You know, we believe the Word of God will change your life, and uh, Morning Breath is a Devotion, sure to jumpstart your day, whether that's morning, night, or noontime, or whenever you get the, the Word of God, we do believe that it will change you, it will encourage you, it will build you up, and Scripture says it's sharper than a two-edged sword, it'll get to the very marrow and to the thoughts and the intents of the heart, and so my prayer is that that would happen for us today, that this Word would come alive. We're in Zechariah, we're in a new new book of the Bible, uh, breaking it open today, and uh, in the studio with me, I have two uh, great people, one being my wife, across from me, how are you doing, Miss Emily Moore?
1: I'm doing well, it's a good morning.
0: I don't call you miss emily more often
1: no but i guess hey. you can what's up hey hey
0: there you go and we also have over here in the studio with us we have a. Uh, we have nick Clemenson. how you doing nick i'm doing well nick's got a lot of faders in front of him if you um if you ever had an image of what a, a studio engineer does uh, and what what he might do is um he's scrolling something online right now um looks like he's uh looking at the weekend services and such but he also has about I don't know, 16 to 18 faders in front of him and all sorts of knobs that are flashing different colors and things. And that's exciting. Hope those colors are good colors. And Uh, Good stuff, (laughs) but uh, he makes all this happen uh, behind the scenes And we're thankful for you, Nick Thanks for what you do
1: He's a smart guy
0: Smart guy He's a lot smarter at these things than we are And so he makes it go So without him, he would mute us Or he could mute us Or we could just be silent (laughs) Nick has the the power It would be terrible to have a radio show that was just silent on the air (laughs) It would be, and Nick knows that That would not work well So thank you, Nick, for keeping us on the air And uh, we're happy to be here Why don't you tell the folks out there how to get on board with the show How to get connected if uh, they'd like to know where we're at And where we're headed
1: Absolutely. Um, One of the best ways is to go ahead and download the East Coast app, or you can visit us on our website at eccc.us. You're going to find info there about the church, about Morning Breath and our events. You can even find past sermons and Morning Breath episodes. Um, or if you want to get connected this way, you could um, find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, um, or you could call the church office at 321-452-1060, and we can email you or snail mail you the information about East Coast, Morning Breath, all those ways to get connected. We have tons of ways to connect.
0: Yeah, right on. And so we have some things going on. Uh, it is Christmas season. We're Woo-hoo. we're excited about that. Hopefully you're excited about Christmas season too, and it is... Uh, you know, we're, I don't know, 17 days to Christmas or something uh, at this point, And wow. that's um, that's coming fast. It's coming fast. like a freight train. It's coming fast. And so we do have Christmas Eve services. We've got Christmas weekend. We have a, a lot of options on services um, out there. And so we would love to uh, connect you to those if you're looking for a church to attend Christmas Eve. We do have a nice... Um, I don't know. We have we have multiple services, multiple campuses. We have a yeah. lot of options for you as well as an online community if you're uh, not back to church yet um, in the physical sense. We'd love to have you. Maybe this would be a step for you that you could step back in, and uh, Christmas Eve would be a great time to do that. We do have um, tickets available just to make sure that we you know spread people out across services. We don't want to turn anyone away ever, um, much less at Christmas time. And so we would love to uh, make room for you. Uh, let us know you're coming. Uh, Grab a ticket online. They're free. They won't cost you anything. Go to our website, ECCC.us, and uh, there's lots of information about Christmas and all of our services and all of our times and locations, and we would love to do life a little bit with you. So hopefully Christmas might just be a a way to jump back in, and uh, let's go together. Let's do this together. We are better together, and life is always better in community. So let's do it together as a community. Let's do it. All right, so we're going to read the Word of God. That's what we do. We read the chapter on the air here and uh, let God breathe on it. So we have... Zechariah chapter one, I'm in the New Living Translation and uh, you have Old Faithful King, New King James over there? I do. Awesome, and uh, 21 verses. So we're gonna gonna break it after, looks like there's a nice break after 10 and I'll pick it up at 11, how about I get you started and I say unto you, read ma'am.
1: In the eighth month of the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, the son of Ido, the prophet, saying, the Lord has been very angry, with your fathers. Therefore, say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Do not be like your fathers, to whom the former prophets preached, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Now turn from your evil ways and your evil deeds. But they did not hear me nor heed me, says the Lord. Your fathers, where are they? And the prophets, do they live forever? Yet surely my words and my statutes which I command my servants, the prophets, did they not overtake your fathers? So they returned and said, just as the Lord of hosts determined to do to us, according to our ways and according to our deeds, He has dealt with us on the twenty fourth day of the eleventh month, which is the month Shabbat, in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, the son of Ido, the prophet. I saw by night, and behold, a man riding on a red horse, and it stood among the myrtle trees in the hollow, and behind him were horses, red, sorrel, and white. Then I said, my Lord, what are these? So the angel who talked with me said to me, I will show you what they are. And the man who stood among the myrtle trees answered and said, these are the ones whom the Lord has sent to walk to and fro throughout the earth.
0: All right, verse 11, Zechariah 1. Then the other writers reported to the angel of the Lord, who was standing among the myrtle trees. We have been patrolling the earth, and the whole earth is at peace. Upon hearing this, the angel of the Lord prayed this prayer. O Lord of heaven's armies, for seventy years now you have been angry with Jerusalem and the towns of Judah. How long until you again show mercy on them? And the Lord spoke kind and comforting words to the angel who talked with me. And the angel said to me, Shout this message for all to hear. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. My love for Jerusalem and Mount Zion is passionate and strong, but I am very angry with the other nations that are now enjoying peace and security. I was only a little angry with my people, but the nations inflicted harm on them far beyond my intentions. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I have returned to show mercy to Jerusalem. My temple will be rebuilt, says the Lord of heaven's armies, and measurements will be taken for the reconstruction of Jerusalem. Say this also. This is what the Lord says. Of heaven's army says the town of Israel will again overflow with prosperity and the Lord will again comfort Zion and, and choose Jerusalem as His own. Then lo- then I looked up and saw four angel- or animal horns. What are these? I asked the angel who was talking with me. He replied, These horns represent the nations that scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Then the Lord showed me four blacksmiths. What are these men coming to do? I asked. The angel replied, These four horns, these nations, scattered and humbled Judah now these blacksmiths have come to terrify those nations and throw them down and destroy them amen Aww. so we have we have a variety of stuff actually going on in this chapter there's um i mean Zechariah. i guess we could talk uh, briefly about zachariah as a prophet um you know of obviously an old testament prophet and you know i think what what we would call one of the minor prophets and so what uh what, what we see here is um him actually speaking on behalf of the lord to to the people um and in, in the prophetic you know, manner that the Old Testament would use the voice of God through a prophet. Uh, it's, it's pretty impressive, I think, that today, I mean, just as a side note, just today, that we actually have the Spirit of God living on the inside of us, that we don't have to wait for a prophet to tell us something like that. That yeah. in itself is just um, remarkable and I think should be spoken to even today, that you, know, you can hear the voice of God today regardless of where you're at, as you open up the Word of God, because we do have the written Word of God today, we can actually open the Word of God and read stories of His character, we understand His His passion for His people, understand how He wants relationship, all the things of even in this chapter of repentance and all of that, we actually get to walk intimate with the Spirit of God today. We don't have to wait for the next thing that God's going to say through a prophet out there. And So, if you're waiting for the prophet to tell you some prophet out there to give you this Word, you know what I would just share with you is, dig into the Word of God today, get into His presence today and He will speak directly to you. You don't need somebody to tell you what the spirit of god is saying to you now does god use the prophetic word today absolutely does he want to use you even to prophesy to people certainly that is not the only way that we hear from heaven today that we can actually open up the word of god that we can actually you know get into his presence through worship and through so many different ways today that old testament in this era they were waiting for the word of god to come to them right and so here it is here's a prophet who's bringing the word of god um, to a group of people and saying hey listen up here, i got something for you. And uh, we get to see the picture of that. And so um, that, you know, I'm actually thankful too, I think I should say this, I'm thankful that, you know, when we open up the Word of God in Morning Breath here, that this is not, um, we don't have to teach every specific thing of these, uh, of these prophecies. This isn't a teaching program per se, as much as it is a devotion that, what is jumping out off the page at us today? As we open up the word of god because we do believe the word of god will speak to you and so as god as we read the chapter um god spoke some things or showed me some things in the scripture today that i'm thankful for that but i would love to kick it over to you emily what what did god you know what what did god point out to you per se in the in the chapter
1: um uh, a lot but mainly uh well i guess to just start it off um very similar to what you're talking about i noticed right in the first verse it says In the eighth month of the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah. And I just, it kind of reminded me about something similar in Luke chapter 3, where we see here in Zechariah, first of all, that Darius is king of Persia, but the word of the Lord is coming to Zechariah. That you don't need to think that there's some great Christian out there that the word of the Lord is willing to come to him, but not willing to come to you. And similarly, we see in Luke chapter 3, verses one and two, it lists all these important people. It's just like Tiberius Caesar was reigning and Pontius Pilate was the governor and Herod was a tetrarch of Galilee and his brother Philip was a tetrarch of Ituria and all these important people. And it even says, well, Annas and Caiaphas were the high priests. The word of God came to John in the wilderness. One of the most uncomely people, probably the most uncomely human, um, at that time he's in the, he was in the, um, in the wilderness, he's wearing camel's hair and he's eating locusts and his breath probably stinks. And he's, you know, it's just, I don't, I don't Did need grass. breath. Probably. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, <laughs> you're a funny guy, funny guy, <laughs> but he's, he, he's got grasshopper legs in his teeth and, and the word of God came to him. And I don't know where you're at today, but chances are you need a word from God. And chances yep. are there's a, situation in your life where you're even feeling desperate to you know what I got to hear from God about this hit the word come back to the Bible and realize that God wants to speak to you all you need to do is quiet your spirit before him give him some time it's kind of like a marriage relationship if you if you get quiet together or get alone together, if you can have some intimacy together, you're gonna be able to know each other well and hear each other's hearts well. And if you wanna hear the heart of the Father, do the same thing. Get alone with the word, get intimate with God because he wants to speak to you. It's not just the kings and the priests and the the important people or somebody who, in your mind, you think is more important than you. God wants to speak to you. He has a word for you today. Open up the word and let's dig in.
0: Yeah, you know, as I was literally walking Um, from my office over here to the studio where we record here in the uh, Parkway Worship Center. I was uh, I was greeted by some guys who have a little small group that meet in the in our parking lot here a few days a week and just really just share kind of what God's been doing and God's been showing them and you know they're here they are you know I I would they would probably see me as somebody pastor you know blah 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 this you know somebody who hears from God you know and um, but yet I could stop and I said what's up how y'all doing whatever and they shared the word with me in a powerful way they reminded me and encouraged me and Amen. built me up and I would just encourage you today. That there are people near you like in your circles that you might have even looked past or maybe looked beyond and that's I, I have not looked past these guys or looked beyond these guys have incredible passion for the lord but you just want to remind you that people that god is speaking to people around you and that god would use people around you to speak to you in a prophetic way even as this as the prophet here zachariah was doing in this in this culture god wants to speak through people to you and he wants to speak through you to other people as well as speaking to you just about your own circumstances you know i think it was a couple days ago you asked me actually in our in our home which is not a common occurrence it's not like hey every week this happens like you know emily asked me my wife says you know what was the last thing god spoke to you like and i'm like Okay, you don't ask me that very often, so I'm like, uh, let me tell you what God spoke to me, you know, recently, yeah. um, because it's not something that we often do or you know or say across, you know, we're not that spiritual, quote unquote. Right? <laughs> Though people might believe that, you know, that's what we do, that's how we live. It's just in this weird spiritual realm all the time. We don't. We do natural things. And what are we having for dinner? And you know, what time do we have to do this and that? And we have four kids, and we're running in every direction. And but God does speak to us, and so in sharing what God has spoken to me. Um, there's an encouragement there of what God That God would speak something to me And these guys As I was walking over this morning Share with me some things That, that God has been speaking to them About you know rivers of living water Flowing out of us Was a thing that they were Talking about this morning And I was like Man I'm going to go record A radio show That I hope that rivers of living water Flow out of me Right Amen. Um, Because I want to have something To offer you out there As we open up the word But I also know that God wants to speak to me For me That like Some of the living water That gets into me From his word Is for me It's not always yeah just to give away for everybody else and so that living water brings life to my soul as well as to others around you and I think that picture if we could just get that today from looking at a book of you know the a prophetic book of the Old Testament and going hey you know what? God wants to do some stuff through you that maybe you don't see yourself significant enough you know what like like Emily was sharing John the Baptist, who she said had like crickets in his teeth, or did you say cricket legs in his teeth? I said grasshopper. I locust, technically, whatever. Locust. in his teeth. This is a guy who's out in the wilderness and was obscure, like she's saying, and it doesn't matter how obscure you feel about yourself, like God would want to speak to you. He'd want to speak through you and he'd want to use you. And so I'm not saying go out on the street corner tomorrow. God say it, you know, and, and start, you know, just going for it necessarily. Being subject to, to people around you, be accountable to people around you, but there's nothing wrong with sharing what God's saying to you in the Amen. scripture. And you know what? Somebody might need to correct you. you might need to go. You know what? Hey, um, that I don't know about that. And in in relationship, an in intimate you know relationship with other believers in community, like we were saying, and opening up, going, hey, come back at Christmas. Spend some time around some community. In community, we can have relationship where we can share what God does speak, and that's what this radio show really is about. And so, what an honor to be able to do that today. You know, I want to look at this. Um, Verse six says, but everything I said through my servants, the prophets happened to your ancestors, just as I said. As a result, they repented and said, we have received what we deserve from the Lord of heaven's armies. He has done what he said he would do. You know, I'm I'm thankful that the word of God um, is sent to accomplish what it like, it will accomplish what it was sent to do. And you know that many times in the old Testament, God would be saying some stuff and people wouldn't heed it. And they're like, ah, and then there was, it came to pass, you know, and it's, it's interesting how the creator of the universe put his word out there for people to, Intimate with, and he's going to speak some things to us that will come to pass. And when we say yes to the voice of God, you know what? There is an incredibly good gift on the other side of that every single time. And I don't mean treasures of gold or something on the other side of that. I mean like just the closeness of being able to have somebody bigger than the situation, whatever the situation is. If it's the most victorious and most awesome moment, there's somebody always there to celebrate with you. Or if it's the deepest, darkest pit that you've ever been in, there's somebody there to do that with you. And so be encouraged today that God wants to do some incredible stuff and that he will speak to you. And just say yes to that. Just yield the, to the voice of God, and yielding sometimes can be a bit challenging because we want to do it our way, right? Like yep. my car is bigger than your car, so I'm not yielding to you. Whatever we think about our our situation, well, you don't know about my story. You don't know. Well, guess what? If God would speak to your story, I believe that He's got a good good promise on the other side of it. And so, um, let's let's walk intimate and just say yes to Him.
1: Amen. It's good stuff. I um I was thinking I'm I'm. Kind of I, such a an obscure chapter with these odd visions, yeah. and I mean they're good visions, and they're represent they're re- representing a lot of good prophetic things from God. But out of a chapter that seems kind of obscure, I think it's cool that God is speaking similarly to both of us. Um, and uh, I thought it was interesting in verse sixteen where. Um, God is saying, I'm returning to Jerusalem with mercy, because it's talking about here the, the fathers have been, um, they've been disobedient to the things that God has said to them, but God is saying, I'm returning with mercy. And I really began to think about how back in the beginning, the God wouldn't have been angry with the fathers had they just done what he said. They, I mean, going way back to when they came out of Egypt, they were, out of Egypt they were complaining and their complaining led them into eventually not even getting to the promised land. A lot of them didn't even make it into the promised land if they just would have taken heed to what God was saying. Um, And this, yet again, reminds me of that and we see this repeated over and over and over in the Old Testament, how if they just would have listened to what God said, if they just would have taken heed to what God said, and we're talking a lot today about hearing the voice of God, but chances are you're out there and God has spoken something to you. It might have been something subtle or it might have been something very, very clear. Um, and this is what prompted me to ask you that question in the house the other day. What was the last thing God spoke to you? Um, because God had just asked me the same thing. Yeah. And um, I was reading in Hebrews chapter two, where it says, therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. And it's not just saying take heed to what God's saying, it's saying we must give the more earnest heed to the things we've heard lest we drift away. And I began to think, what was the last thing God spoke to me? I need sure. to give it more earnest heed than what I've been giving it because God gives us things so that our hearts can stay close to him and so that our hearts are not drifting away. And if I'm giving more earnest heed to those things that he's speaking to me, then it's gonna keep my heart and God wants to keep my heart close to him. And ironically, or not ironically, it it's something that maybe could be expected in this season of um, just coming out of Thanksgiving. Um, holiday that God kept speaking to me about being thankful but it happened way before Thanksgiving and he keeps speaking to me over and over and over um, about being thankful, giving thanks I poured out my heart to my mentor um, maybe a month ago about a trial I was in and she just told me you need to give thanks And again, God is speaking to me over and over. Then yesterday I go into my Bible study workout and I thought, wouldn't it be funny if it were about thankfulness? And I look at the board and it says, thanksgiving, thanks saying, thanks living, thanks feeling. It was all about giving thanks. And it was like the Lord was saying, you need to give more earnest heed to what I've said to you. And even if the people, the children of Israel would have just given thanks, complaining was the very thing that kept some of them out of the promised land. Complaining is something and lacking lacking that heart of thankfulness is something yeah. that can literally keep you out of the will of God and keep you stuck going around the same, same mountain over and over again. So um, in this chapter, we see again, Israel is Israel is coming out of a time where they've been 70 years exiled, they've been away from God, and they didn't listen to his voice, and God is showing mercy on them again, giving them a chance again to come close to him, be intimate with him, and and be able to um, live in his will. But it really struck me, I need to give give er more earnest heed to the things that God has been speaking to me. I need to give thanks, I need to give a heads up to what's the last thing God said to me, and really hold it close.
0: That's good. You know, I, th- I think it's interesting, too, that it, you might be going, well, I, I know that God spoke to me once back there, like way back there somewhere. And it's been a little while and you feel like it's just been dark and cold and like quiet. Right. I would just say keep pressing in. And uh, maybe there's something that God did speak to you back there that you didn't heed. And just go back and repent that's what he's actually encouraging him to do right Amen. here is repent and come home like just turn and come home like you'll be welcome here there's mercy here there's you know he's saying that hey the towns of israel will again overflow with prosperity like he wants to bless you more than you even know but sometimes we have to just yield to our king of kings and to our lord of lords and go you know what i will go back and i will remember and i will I will heed that voice, and though it's been, it might be 30 years since you feel like you were supposed to do something for God back there, just repent. Just go, God, I'm sorry I missed it. I didn't do that. You know what? His mercy is new today, and you can lift your head today and walk out going, man, I am as near as I've ever been to God because you turned and walked back towards him. You don't have to be in the wilderness forever. You can actually turn and go towards the Lord, and he will thankfully rejoice that you're home like you think about the prodigal son who was out just doing crazy and when he came home the dad was looking out on the porch waiting for him to celebrate coming home and so if maybe you just tuned in and you're like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back to that radio show I used to listen to that thing and today's your that day that you're doing this you're coming back perfect. Good work. You've turned and you've come back to his presence. You've come back to a place of closeness with him. And you know what? In that place of closeness, God wants to do some incredibly more than you can ask, think, or imagine things in your life. And doesn't mean, like I said, it's not pots of gold sitting over there waiting for you every day. But what it does mean is that there's closeness and that you have him on your side and you're not out there in quote unquote rebellion, kind of doing it your own way. It's better to do it with him than to do it alone on your own out there. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors.
1: At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira,
0: Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. Welcome back to the Morning Breath
1: podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts.
0: All right. So uh, just in closing, I, I want to speak to this idea of overflowing with prosperity. I've said a couple of times there's not a pot of gold sitting over there. And it reminded me, I was on a mission trip once in uh, in Nicaragua uh, with some friends, and uh, we actually showed up to this, to this area as a fishing town, and they hadn't been able to go out and fish because there had been some situations out on the water that— um, that the, that the governmental agency had said, hey, you can't be out fishing. There was a, a lightning strike and somebody was killed. And because of the primitiveness of their, you know, ability to radar and all the things, they just said, hey, we're grounding all the, all the boats. And so we had shown up with some meals. We were actually bringing some... Uh, they were like rice packet meals. They were like soup. You just add water and it would feed a family of six and pretty incredible outreach that they were able to do. But we showed up to this one place and um, we walked up to a dude who was a fisherman, is a, what would we would call a commercial fisherman. He went out and fished and sold fish every day. And that was his livelihood. Well, that had dried up because he couldn't go out and do that. And um, he, when we showed up with just a literally a trash bag full of these meals this was enough that was going to feed him and his family for maybe a month like i mean we might have had 30 of those we're going to feed them for a month and it just blew him away and in -hmm. his culture that was prosperity. That was the God yeah. of the universe showing up on his behalf in his moment of just going, God, I'm in desperate need. He literally said to us, I've been crying out, that God would just show me a sign. God, would you just make, make yourself real? He was a believer and we were able to be the hands and feet of God to do that, to do a radical thing like that. But I'm saying that to say prosperity might like look like bags of soup showing up on your doorstep, from some missionaries from overseas coming to you, or it may look like in America today something different than that, because our Christian culture in America has a different feel or different look about that. But prosperity is the blessing of God in your life. That's Amen. what you need to walk in and go. You know what? I want to walk in the blessing of God and not in my own strength. And I know that His blessing is better than anything I could do myself. And so let's walk in that today. Let's be close. Amen. And let's let's run to Him today let's in do it. Jesus' name. God bless you guys. Have an incredible day.